Welcome back to another episode of the Rankable Podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Sussman of iPoll Rank. We've been on a, a few week hiatus and I missed you guys, but I am excited to because today we are talking bread and butter of, of both me and my guests. We're talking enterprise SEO, especially when it comes to JavaScript and technical issues. I'm joined today by Serge. He's the CTO of Jet Octopus, which is this awesome tool that helps you do log audits and analyze your site for any sort of issues with internal linking, redirect, you name it, JavaScript rendering issues. He They catch it. So basically, Serge loves big data. He's big, you know, crawling, log analyzing at scale, sharing data insights. He actually used to work with a bunch of big websites like job aggregators and price comparisons with programmatic SEO, which we all know with AI, it's like kind of people are like all in on programmatic for millions and millions of pages. I'm excited to talk with him today. Thanks for joining me, Serge. How you doing, man? Hey, Garrett. Thanks to having me here. Fine. Dude, absolutely. I mean, so it's interesting because you had a like an interesting kind of pathway to SEO because you're you're a dev at heart, yeah. right? Like, you're, you're, so how'd you end up in SEO in the first place? Uh, you know, even as a dev, my first job, it was like, I don't remember, like 15 years ago in office, not a freelance job. It was, a, you know, a marketplace for backlinks, you know, and probably, you know, some SEO karma. <laughs> following me whole my life and after you know like my second job as dev it was job aggregator and after aggregators 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 and uh, organic traffic is very important for aggregators right and you have mm -hmm. to deal with it so not only ppc advertising and as a developer and i wanted to be a better developer later than seo i should dive deeper and after we created own job aggregators and going with different location and we are, when you're doing your own business you want to be as much as efficient as you could you know and that time it was not so many people who understands you know huge technical seo stuff so good especially in our location and as per usual if you want to do something well do it by yourself Dude, I, I hear that. And so interesting, especially with Jet Octopus working with enterprise clients, because for so long, old school, yes, there were, you know, CMSs to kind of handle everything, but so much of it was custom. And so much of that stuff would break. And now we have things built on top of platforms, built on top of platforms, which leads to so many issues. And then you have new tools that allow you to do some really cool things with JavaScript, but people don't understand how that can really mess with your SEO. So I kind of want to dive in and just pick your brain about what, from your perspective, is unique about technical SEO and auditing like an enterprise site when you have millions of pages. Like my point of view, you have to deal with the data. You know, there are some thoughts on the market in general, like, you know, in community, you don't have just crawl thousand pages from a few millions and you will be fine. You know, you just get some bunch of pages, you analyze it because all pages are similar. You know, you have catalogs, products, whatever. There are similar technique and no worries. But my opinion, when you're working with a big websites, you became even less SEO but as more as like data scientist, you should understand more, you know, numbers, statistics stuff, you know, how to work with all the data, how to analyze it. And what's more important, how to make conclusions, what you saw, 
because you know you can see some type of some bunch of numbers and you think it's white i came and it's you know gray and you have choose a different approach so it's more about like working and understanding the data correctly with correct conclusions Gotcha. That that makes a lot of sense. Now, when you're speaking about looking at the data from an SEO perspective, for our audience, like what type of data are you looking at? What type of data are you analyzing? So as per usually depends on the website. But what we found, you know, the common, like the common picture, like let's take a huge website and e-commerce with some thousands, tens or hundreds of thousands products, etc. You, and it will be a very old website for sure, like 10 years at least, or like five, but I believe 10 years at least. So what I will look first of all, you know, how they manage their indexation, how catalog is built, how they manage their filters and sorting on catalog pages. Because, you know, the old way we put canon, non-canonical. I'll take we canonize only like main, you know, brand page or category page, etc. And we put non-canonical tech, everything is will be fine. And you sorry, fucked up with your crawl budget with Google bot ignores your canonical tech some way. You put non-canonical paginated pages because 10 years ago everybody did that, and it's completely wrong to be honest in 2023. So here's the main thing, you know, you can have some duplications, I don't know, like, okay, loading time, etc. But how do you manage your catalog pages, their indexation, indexability management, let's say, it's a foundation for huge catalog websites, my opinion. And after, okay, it depends. It depends. So if your loading time sucks in five seconds, every page loads, okay, let's go for loading time. No duplication, no title duplication at, the, at this point. Go fix it. Okay, if your loading time is fine, half second, you don't have to do, you know, 1.1, 1. 1, uh, 0.1 second. It's enough, to be honest. And for such type of websites, it's crucial to have logs, of course. And with all your millions and millions of pages, how many pages have been crawled by Google bot? Okay, so you will be surprised at a very thin amount, or you can have another picture. A lot of pages will be crawled by Google bot, but not in your site structure. It will be some old pages, outdated pages, removed pages, like trash in one word. And you see like 60% of your crawl budget spends on like anything, but not on your site structure, not on pages you wanted, you created on a website. And I'm not joking here. I'm not, you know, it's just real time cases. What we see like not every day, but week to week, we're talking with client. I love to go in for demo calls, for onboarding calls, and just to get the sense what's going on with the website. It's, it's so it's funny that you mentioned it because it's like so many of these sites and I'm guilty because like I'm a I'm a marketer at heart. Like I love SEO, but it's just like I want to put out content. I want to put out all sorts of pages. And you have these websites that don't necessarily think about the SEO impact of all the pages that they're putting out. So like if you're not handling your products well and, you know, they they aren't, you know, redirected or 404 correctly and they're just sitting there to your point and Google seems to be paying more attention 
to its indexing and just removing pages because there's so much crap on the web. And obviously that costs them money and, and they don't necessarily want to be wasting money. So if you are a new SEO and you're coming into a large enterprise, whether it's, you know, a legacy that's been there forever and has a lot of cleanup, or you just getting your hands around everything and you need software to audit like the site and monitor the, the SEO performance, you mentioned a few of the issues you're paying attention to in terms of like canonicals and website speed and and duplicates and all that. What in your perspective are those key like important features that SEOs should look for when they're choosing software like that? Okay, it depends. If you're talking about enterprise websites, we're talking about huge sites because you know if a landing page for Hewlett Packard and you know there are like business card 10 pages enterprise enterprise but not in terms of the size right right so you will work with the volume and uh, okay screaming frog is a great tool i have a license i have sidebulb you know not because just there are competitors but you know it's great tools and i love to use them and i use them uh, like many many years to be honest it's one piece of your tool set. And earlier or later, you came to us or to some uh, other guys, you know, there are not a lot, just one, two, three more tools. So only just four enterprise crawler on the market and log analyzer and Google search console integration. And everybody has like the same, have the same approach and uh, almost like more or less the same tool set because enterprise needs the same tool like you know mm-hmm. all enterprise there are not some you know some unique stuff and etc you will need a crawler to crawl your website as much pages as you can again different approaches when you have 10 million websites and crawl it every week probably not less efficient okay do it every month do it like once a quarter and after do small crawls you know like thousands thousands pages like that you will have you will need log analyzer enterprise without logs without all the scroll budget because you will wake up crawl budget you go to bed you think like crawl budget some loading time issues indexability etc because you're always fighting to get more pages to be google indexed or to have less pages to be google indexed after you occasionally you know forget your meta no index or robots.txt file it's just life and you will need to track your performance and google search console is a great tool they have a lot of data and for all enterprise like you know customers enterprise website i recommend you just click us on pause and go to google search console and add your subfolders as many as you can so if you have subfolders in url structure add them tens hundreds of your subfolders and after load the data in api you can do it by yourself with python you can go to jet octopus and to merge the data and you will have so many keywords so many data how do you rank where you have opportunities where you lacks you know like you will say me thank you after a few months well, it's it's interesting to to that point of like there's the one side of just fixing things that are broken and increasing the crawl budget, and then there's the strategic approach of making sure that there are the right pages that are being indexed. Um, it can be if you have millions of pages, it can be a little too much to you don't crawl the entire site. Like, sure, you need the big picture of like how much of your site is indexed, but you can pick and choose where you need to be where you yeah. need to crawl your site to audit it. 
from your perspective, like what are some, what are the best practices? And it's funny, you mentioned it twice and, and there's always going to be an, it depends for any of these sites and whatever your specific site needs, but what are some of the best practices for running a crawl on a site that big? Like, do you tackle pieces? Do you tackle all at once? How do you approach it? In general, it's a great question. And, you know, it, we will make it more a little bit wider, you know, not about crawl, but general approach, you know, enterprise websites are so huge and they always have tons and tons of different problems. There are no way to have enterprise website to be fully Google guidelines, etc. So you always have to prioritize. And I always said on every, like almost every podcast conference, like what is working on your friend's website? It's not, it doesn't mean you will have some, you know, benefits from that. So if you, your friend make internal linking and you're going to make it and probably you will see zero in results, like in some increases. So in general, for big websites, for crawling and analyzing, like very oftenly, it's not one website, right? You can have, okay, it's one domain, but it's probably 10 or 20 different websites inside, right? And 20 like or more different teams working on, you know, some sub website. And what you will do, like work on your, you know, specific part. Another approach is... You know, again, big websites are so huge to make some changes on them. Just grab a piece and uh, work on it. Like some categories, locations where you can on small amounts, small bunches of pages. And okay, we're talking about, again, tens of thousands of pages and get hands on on tiny part of a website because like huge websites, it's even if Google guidelines said, you know, paginated pages should be open to indexation and you have 10 or 15 years paginated pages as non-canonical pages you know i will not remove canonical tag like in one moment for the whole website it's always matter of small experiments we call it like you know data approach like make an experiment compare with rest of the page or like the same amount of pages became better nice worse Okay, let's try something else. So here's my, I think it's the most, you know, like easier approach, you know, do not shoot for the birds, you know, with the closed eyes, something like that, just because it's all about the data and selecting the, I would say, like with the less effort to have more results, not the, because just not uh, good as your guys and girls not doing, you know, tasks just to do tasks. You know, your metric is traffic or conversion, position, something like that. Not just created SEO tasks for developers or for content team, wherever. Yeah, no, I and I completely agree with that. It's funny because, you know, the other side of things, which is completely independent of the work that you're doing, is the politics inside enterprise. It's very hard oh, yeah. to get any yeah. changes, let alone, I mean, you're a dev. It's like... And SEO working with a dev, it's a very tricky relationship because the priorities are different. And at the same time, like everybody SEOs will hates come each in. other. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it sucks because it's like if you have a good team that's working in unison that understands the value of SEO, then you can get there. Like if it's in the culture, but if it's not, it probably feels yeah. like an uphill battle. I do. There's, oh, dude, there's so much you and I can talk about. We were joking before this how you and I could probably talk for hours about all these different topics. Easy, but easy. 
I do want to talk a little bit about JavaScript SEO um, and some of the common issues because that's a, a really cool feature that JetOctopus you know offers in terms of identifying JavaScript SEO issues. What do you see? What should SEOs be paying attention to? Oh, deep breath, deep <laughs> breath when we are coming to JavaScript uh, topic. So let's just you know. Let's remember how it was SEO five years ago. You have a page, you know, it has HTML code, for example. You see some text, title, meta description, links, content, whatever. So now in 2023, you have a page, you see content, you see text, meta description, links, but Googlebot probably doesn't see it. <laughs> it's like Again, under the I'm... hood. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking here at all. So now when you have a JavaScript page on React, Angular, wherever, Next.js, so type any technology, what you heard, what you want. So you open a page in a browser, it doesn't mean so Google sees the same page. And there are tons of, uh, you know, issues can be, you know, like probably your robots.txt has blocking on some JavaScript. Your SSR works, you know, differently for bot or for end user or like it doesn't work at all. Or probably, you know, it's some JavaScript error. So it's endless list. It's endless list. And I will make a presentation for it on Brighton. So like for common sense, but you know, what I can could imagine and what I see now, it's beyond of my imagination. I'm honest here. And, you know, like when we, we implement JavaScript crawler, I guess in 2019, and it was, you know, half year, something like that, clients came to us and said, like, you have a, you know, a bug in your JavaScript crawler. Here is a content. You are not showing it. Okay. I dive deep. We, with the technical team, we check the code. Okay. We had some bugs. Yeah. Now, with the table, you know, last years, our client came to us and telling like, you have a bug in your JavaScript crawler. But in the end, no, it's not a bug in our JavaScript crawler. It's a bug on your websites. Oh, no. <laughs> like, like, really, really. And uh, the main problem now for SEOs, so you have some JavaScript issues, but you as SEO, you can't do nothing almost like 90% nothing. What you can do, you just can go to your developers and talk to them and like, like you, you know, we have some problems. It's critical. Google can't render our page fully, you know, like 3000 links on HTML. It's not a good idea to be added by JavaScript and like so on, so on. So communication between teams and, uh, you know, you should like, to be advocates sort of for developers to talk with them and to get them realize it how important for them because we as developers see like do you see page yes i also see it good good it works it works what do you want from me and try to tell them a bit different reality how googlebot works and how in general page rendered by googlebot because it can be a huge difference for it and of course you know, find wherever you, so we have in Jet Octopus some special JavaScript tool you put in URL, you know, and we check some issues can be, but try as many tools what you can 
make ad hoc checking, you know, for your pages after release, before release, I don't know, open uh, Google Chrome Dev Console. And if you see some red text, probably it's not a good sign. And again, go to your developers and ask them. And many, many more here. Dude, it's it's so, funny because it's like, you're you're a dev. So I'm curious to ask you, what do you think resonates with developers obviously it depends on their level like the higher up the developer is in the organization i'd imagine the more they respond to revenue related types of issues and how that impacts revenue but if you're you know kind of someone in the weeds or if you're like a smaller team is it is it more just a, an uh like pointing out that here you have this a technical challenge that they need to solve for that gets devs excited about or what are some how do you frame it in a way that devs are like oh yeah i want to freaking solve this because this is in my wheelhouse oh yes that's a great question and you know as a devs i will say i will be honest with you and our audience so as devs we are thinking like as your guys like and as your teams like they're doing some shitty stuff like they're trying to hack google it's not the correct way etc like always tasks from seos like they completely non-understandable you know like they wanted to some pages links we have different things here we have categories we have products what pages do you want it for us and seos you know when a website you know has a revenue like 40 i don't know 50 percent from organic traffic it's your, you know, your job as SEOs, you know, talking continuously, like every day, every week with devs, etc. Like organic traffic gives us like 40% of money. Is it important? Like obvious, 40% is a lot, you know. Yeah. And you know, for devs like to talk, guys, like who's paying you for your salary? Like this organic traffic from Google gets the, oh, I'm sorry, gets the tasks be done for SEO. I don't know how, because, you know, that's how I understand it. Like many years ago, the importance of ACO. I'm yeah, honest. dude. I mean, I mean, that's what it is. It, it's partially revenue and it's partially just on like kind of education and explaining like yeah. the value of links. Like, yeah, they seem, you know, you could just put them up and not really think too much of it. And, oh, we have a nice site hierarchy, but we know from PageRank that there's so much more value in having your internal links organized and optimized and all that. And devs need to play a role. Dude. Yeah, it's all about education, you know, like step by step in small pieces. That's it. Yeah. Over time, you got to wear them down. Sir, yeah. this this is fun. Um, so folks, if you're if you're interested, definitely check out Jet Octopus. It's an awesome tool. But I want to bring this around to rapid fire rankings. Serge, are you ready for some rapid fire rankings, sir? Let's do it. Okay, sounds good. We're going to put the music on, time on the clock, and we're diving in, kicking on fast and furious. First off, rank your top three of something, anything that you love most in the world. Okay, motorcycles, spare feet. Uh, sh okay, should be my my family. It's the first, but okay, <laughs> motorcycle, spear fishing family. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only pair, and, I, and I, I hear that. Okay, rank your best SEO or marketing win. It was quite time ago, and you know, without backlinks, and after we okay, we built and buy some thin amount of backlinks, we got a lot of traffic and good money on it, like more than ten years ago. 
So thanks it. for technical SEO. Dude, backlinks is what's up. Rank your top three SEO tools. Jet, Jet Octopus is obviously number one. Choose your, what are your other three top SEO tools? So my top tools, first yes. tool, Google Search Console. The second tool is href and the third tool, this one, hands. <laughs> that's, that's great. And I'm, and I'm with you. Search Console is so critical and obviously, and, and the brain. What, rank your top, your best SEO trick or tactic. Okay. If you're talking about SEO tricks, I remember like again, many years ago, we parsed Google suggestion page, like when you type in Google autocomplete for mm -hmm. our uh, semantic core, and we put a few words for every category and every like query on a catalog page, like if you put them as a tags in the text, you know, like it put it, this item takes this one, this item takes this one, and it got some real boost, but it was like many years ago. I love, I love that. Course, I mean, it's, it's funny. They don't work as well. I can well say, anymore. you know, internal linking, but it's not an easy trick and fast trick at all. No, it, it, I, I agree that, but it's it's so fundamental. Okay, rank what you love most about SEO. You know what you're doing and you see results, first of all, and you are not doing, you know, I'm as a developer can write an uh, application for myself, but when you're doing SEO, you're doing for people and like for some content project, etc. And, you know, like it's impact, let's say, like on your society, if you're doing some local stuff in general for the industry, you know, when we are writing blog posts, making podcasts, etc. So I think about the impact. Yeah, I mean, SEO is so underrated still. I don't know how. Um, rank your best learning SEO resource. Uh, Google Webmaster, uh, how do you say, like Google Webmaster tools, you know, their description, Google Search yeah. Console Central, something like that. So the manuals, official manuals, and I'm reading them, you know, a few times per year just to to be fresh. They're great, completely great. Yeah. Especially Twitter the developer not. docs. Twitter yeah, not. no, I, I, I do think that, they, and they've gotten better over time too. Um, rank the top one to three SEOs or marketers that you most look up to. Mm, okay, guys from only and girls from only they're great in technical SEO tool. And I have some, you know, not so public people, but it was for our clients and uh, I talked with them a lot, you know, I'm hearing and like, uh, I, I know nothing, I know nothing compared to them. <laughs> It's, it's the best to talk to clients and really get an understanding of what their challenges are. And it's just good business in general to, yeah. to have those relationships. And then finally, rank your number one cause or charity that you want to promote. If we're talking about charity, we have uh, Ukrainian charity. It's called Save Life and they're helping a lot for now, you know, and during uh, Russian-Ukrainian war. And I'm highly offered to donate to them and we will make you subscription. With, uh, <laughs> you know, with the nation. No, but I mean, it is so important. I mean, your guys' story over the last year between what you and Julia, you know, have done with your team is just nothing short of incredible. Uh, so much admiration for everything, you know, that you and your country are going through. So I appreciate you, man. Serge, if people want to find you online, what's the best way to get in touch? 
online chat in jetoctopus.com. And I can't be there, you know, and it's a great way to talk. And Twitter, you know, type search, just like search Jet Octopus, wherever, and you will find me there. And we'll be happy to talk. There you go. We've got the uh, we got the links in the description. So if you want to get in touch with Serge and Jet Octopus, definitely reach out. Thank you so much for being my guest. This has been an awesome conversation. Thank you. Happy to be here. Awesome. So my name is Garrett Sussman of iPoll Rank. We will catch you in the future for another episode of the Rankable Podcast. We'll catch you later. Bye bye.